A sprint is an amazing business strategy that would lead to splendid results if done properly. In business, sometimes one can find that they are doing a so-so job at everything. This is not necessarily because of poor effort, but rather a lack of focus. Focus is what produces excellent results, but focus requires attention on one thing. This is what a sprint aims to achieve. What exactly is a sprint then? A sprint is a special five-day process that answers all crucial questions with prototyping and customer input to ideas. It is the birth child of business strategy, innovation, behavioral science and design, the product, a well-defined process any team can use. The sprint is divided into five parts, each for the five days which are in a work week. Monday is to be spent mapping out problems that need to be tackled and picking out one place to focus, Tuesday is for laying out the different possible ways the chosen problem can be tackled, Wednesday is for making the hard decisions and working to make your idea a hypothesis that can be tested, Thursday is for hammering out a realistic prototype, and Friday is for showcasing your finished work and testing your prototype with real people. It seems easy enough doesn't it? Well, it is, as long as you make sure to do it right. For a sprint to run successfully, you have to make sure that several keys are in place. To really feel the effect of a sprint, the challenge you run it on should be a big one. A few types of challenges that sprints work best on are, high-stakes challenges, this is a challenge in which the costs are high, either requiring lots of money or time or both. A sprint gives you a chance to choose the right direction. Time-pressed challenges, this is a challenge with a deadline taped to it, where you need to come up with solutions fast. A sprint, true to its name, is quick. Stuck challenges, this is a challenge which has left you frustrated and uninspired with no idea how to tackle it. A sprint is just what you need to burst out of the pit and come at it with fresh ideas. Another very important factor in a sprint, is the team. For a sprint to work effectively, you are going to need the perfect team to tackle the problem, just like in the popular movie, Ocean's Eleven, where a group of criminals, each masters in their field came together to carry out a grand heist. While you are not a criminal, and you are not doing any heisting, you are going to need a perfectly tuned team, working in perfect harmony, just like that. Ideally, for a sprint to work correctly, you are going to need seven people or even less on your sprint team. Contrary to the movie which took a team of 11 people, for your sprint, a large team will only slow you down. The following are essential to your sprint team. Decider, this is the head of your team, one who makes the decisions and calls the shots. The CEO, founder, head of department, or a delegate of any of them. As long as it is someone who is in charge. Finance expert, this is someone who can handle the money, where it comes from, what it's being used for and where it's going to, such as CEO, CFO, or business development manager. Marketing expert, this is someone who is in charge of marketing your company's product in advertisement and much more, such as CMO, PR, marketer or community manager. Customer expert, this is the person in charge of customer care, who talks to customers one-on-one -on -one like the researcher, sales agent, or customer support representative. Tech, logistics expert, this is the person who understands what your company is able to produce and deliver, like the CTO or engineer. Design expert, this is the person that is in charge of designing what products your company makes, such as a designer or product manager. The troublemaker, this is someone who might have a strong, contrary opinion, if not included. When added, they will feel invested in the project. A troublemaker will also see problems differently from everyone else and their crazy idea just might be right. If it isn't, just having a dissenting view in the room will push everyone to work harder to make it work. All these people together will make for your watertight sprint team.
Sprints aim to maximize work done in shorter periods, and for this to happen, work schedules and processes need to be shaken up a bit. Normal days in the office are always busy, but not necessarily productive. That is because it is not truly busy but just seemingly busy. Regular work days are filled with meetings and email checks, with not as much time to work in the day despite all the hours spent in the office. This is why a sprint shakes things up a bit. On the first four sprint days, you will start work at 10 in the morning and stop at 5 in the evening. Starting by 10 gives everyone the time to go over emails and everything, so they feel well set for the morning before work begins. On Friday, which is show time, you will start a little earlier, by 9. Closing by 5 makes it such that everyone goes home before they are too tired. There will be three breaks throughout the day. A short morning break by 11.30, an hour-long lunch break, and then another short evening break by 3.30. Having breaks this way will help you be even more productive as you get to rest your brain, and catch up with work happening outside the sprint. Time is super important in a sprint, to make sure that all work is done properly, so there can be no distractions. For your sprint to work, you are going to need a strict, no devices, rule. You don't get to use your iPads, phones, or laptops. That's right, going old school. Definitely, it's going to be awkward at first, but you will quickly understand why this is necessary. When you are with your devices during sprint work, it becomes very easy to lose interest in what is being discussed, or done. When you are staring at your screen, anything can quickly become boring in comparison. It is okay to use your devices during breaks, and it is okay to leave the room to take calls or check messages as well, just as long as it is done outside. Plus devices can be used for things like display to the team, and on Thursdays with prototyping, so it is not so bad. It might seem really archaic, especially in a world with so much tech, but for sprints, you will be using whiteboards. Yes, that's right, two big whiteboards and markers. Humans don't exactly have great short-term memory, but we have great spatial memory, as such, filling a sprint room with notes, diagrams, and printouts take advantage of said spatial memory and make the room something of a shared brain for the team. With this being said, it should be obvious that a sprint room should be one room used all week. Just as detectives have an investigation board which doesn't get taken down until a case is done, your sprint room should be revisited every day with all work left in it to be seen the next day. The shared brain should not be erased overnight. In a sprint, each day is set aside for a different task and to ensure that this is upheld, it is important to make sure to handle each day's tasks most effectively. We have seen how much work is going to be done on sprint days, now we see what work is going to be done on each day. The five-day sprint is perfectly cut out to cover all important parts of the sprint project without overworking or stressing out anyone, and still yielding maximum results. Monday, the first day of the sprint week marks the beginning of the sprint. On Monday you will start at the end and pick a long-term goal, then you will make a map of the challenge detailing how you are going to achieve said goal, you will then go to ask the experts at your company to share their knowledge on your chosen challenge, and then finally you will choose a target, which is an ambitious but manageable piece of the problem that you will be able to solve in a week. Tuesday, this is the day for solutions. Your Tuesday should start with inspiration, which is a review of existing ideas that you are going to remix and improve. After this, each member of your team would sketch a four-step process that emphasizes critical thinking over artistry. Wednesday, this is the middle of your sprint week so by Wednesday morning, you will have a stack of solutions. 
This is good, but also a problem as many answers doesn't mean the right answer so you will spend Wednesday looking over each solution and picking them apart until you decide which ones have the best chance of helping you achieve your goal. When you have decided, you will take these solutions and weave them onto a storyboard which is the step-by-step -step plan for your prototype. Thursday, the sprint is almost over and things are no doubt heating up now. On Thursday, your team will adopt a fake it philosophy and turn that storyboard into a realistic prototype. With the right mindset, strategy, and tools, this can be achieved in just seven hours. Friday, this is the culmination of all your work during the sprint week. By Friday, you and your team would have created promising solutions, chosen the best, and built a realistic prototype. This is pretty impressive already, but Friday is taking it a step further. You did not make your prototype just to look at it and give yourself a pat on the back, no. You created your prototype to test, and that is just what you would do. On Friday, you will interview your customers and learn by watching them react to your prototype. This will teach you how much you have achieved, how far you still have to go, and just what to do next. Following the plan set up for each day will guarantee a successful sprint, and a successful project for you and your team. Sprints are an unorthodox dash to the past in business so the tools required to perform a sprint are a little different than what might be usual in your office. As mentioned before, in a sprint, devices are not allowed. As such you will be needing to go a little old school with your work supplies, and these are a few things you will need. Whiteboards, as mentioned before on your sprint you are going to need at least two big whiteboards. Your whiteboard is where all the action will happen. You can also alternate with butcher paper taped to the walls. Yellow 3 by 5 sticky notes, the color yellow is specified because getting multicolored notes will cause unnecessary cognitive overload. You will be needing 15 pads as these sticky notes are where you will be jotting things down and sticking all over your sprint room. Black whiteboard markers, as expected, going by the whiteboards, you will be needing markers. Using a thick marker will keep your ideas pithy and easy for everyone to read. Markers are better than Sharpies because markers are more versatile, markers smell less, and with markers, you don't have to worry about whether or not you just accidentally used a permanent marker on your whiteboard. You will ideally need about 10 black markers. Green and red whiteboard markers, so far one color has been important to avoid unnecessary cognitive overload but in this case, green and red markers are important for the observation notes you will be making on Friday. You will need 10 in red and 10 in green. Black felt tip pens, the black felt tip pens are for the sketching you and your team will be doing on Tuesday. Try not to get the super thin pens that will encourage microscopic writing. Instead, get medium point pens. You will be needing 10 pens. Printer paper, the printer paper is necessary for your Tuesday sketches. These are what you will write on since it is impossible for everything to fit on a sticky note. You will need 100 sheets of printer paper in either letter size or A4. Masking tape, we did say you will need unorthodox tools. The masking tape has good use however, printer paper is not sticky, and as such you will be needing masking tape to paste your solution sketches to the walls. You will need one roll. Small dot stickers, small dot stickers are often called round color coding labels in case you need to look for them online. These are for your heat map votes and should all be in one color of your choice. You will be needing about 200 of these one quarter inch dots. Large dot stickers, the large dot stickers will be used for your, how might we, votes, straw polls, and super votes. Once again they must all be the same color, but just a different color than the small dots. 
You will need 100 of these 3 quarters inch dots. Time timers, you will need timers to keep time on your sprint. Two timers are ideal. One timer to keep the current activity on time and the other to remind you when to take a break. Healthy snacks, yes, you will need snacks, you aren't allowed your devices, but you will be allowed to munch as you will need to keep your energy up to continue running at your best all sprint day. You will be needing healthy food, not donuts and cheeseburgers, no have food like apples, bananas, cheese, yogurt, and nuts. You can also add a boost with dark chocolate, coffee, and tea. Make sure to stock up with more than enough for everybody. Conclusion Sprints are the most effective and super-fast way to get solutions in business, but they are also unorthodox and require a lot of commitment and hard work and sacrifice from the perfectly chosen team. While a lot of your time and energy and brainpower will be used, as well as a cut-off from technology with your phone in the phone basket, you will certainly not regret the choice to sprint as you will certainly be amazed by the results you will garner in such a short time. Try this, when doing your speedy prototype on Thursday, remember that it is just a test, and the solution might not work. All you need is something to present, so don't go all out in creating a prototype that you might not be willing to dump if it fails. Don't give in to temptation and do extra just to make a prototype that might fail at the end of the day.